you know, I have to pee right now. I gotta, I gotta do some urine, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You ever do that? You got, you gotta do, you know, you gotta, you, you just ride that full bag, baby, you know? I'm just, I'm just like a, I mean, I should be surfing right now. I got, you know, I'm basically, I'm like, uh, whatever that surfer guy's name is, just riding that yellow right now. I'm on, dude, I am full. My body's full right now of urine, but I'm not going to pee. I'm going to ride that bag and, and stay in the pocket and do my work and do this episode right here. I'm going to tough it out. That's who I am today. I'm somebody that's going to tough it out. Celebrate dark days, celebrate all your things or ways. I'm not even sure what they say in it, but that is Celebrate by Spencer Jacob Growl, who is a musician, and he lent us that song. And um, and that's a real happening tune. And music is neat. Isn't music neat? Because it's like a, you know, it's something that gets into your body. It's almost like ants. Music is like ants, and they crawl in the ear. And sometimes the ants are real chill. They crawl slow, and they vibing. And they from Jamaica, and you, they smoking that ganji. That, uh, they got them big horse leg hitters, them giants. You know what I'm saying? They got them, them big giants. But uh, now other times you'll get the, those ants, and they... They're climbing in your in your sound holes, in your ears, and they're looking, you know, they flying fast, and they staying busy, them big body, them big dogs inside of you. And that's what sound is. Sound is just, it's just really just a ghost that has a lot of noise in it, and it just, just gets right into your head. It makes you feel some type of way. Oh, school. School is back for a lot of families right now. It's coming back. This is the big weekend. Um, and thank you for checking in. This is the big last weekend before school. Remember? Remember the summer was long. You had summer camp and you might have went through a little bit of puberty. You know what? One day you wake up and your legs a little bit longer. Or you got a little bit of hair on your kneecaps. Or you got, you know, maybe you get a little titty or something. You wake up in the morning and you got a little titty. 
and you fell asleep uh, sans contit, you know, without tit. But you wake up in the morning and your shirt got a little bit of, you know, some of your fat is kind of meeting up around your nipple like they're smoking a jaunt. Like your nipple was like a brown jaunt. And some of your fat cells kind of met up around it to hit to get that hitter, baby. And that is uh, a tit. That's how a tit starts. And man, we don't get them. Some guys, we've had, we had a fella that got some wild tits from Tennessee uh, last year. And he got tattoos on him and everything. And But a lot of men don't get, uh, don't get titty. You know, a lot of men don't get titty. But it is school time. Dude, I remember when, I, when school was coming and you got in that last week and summer was wrapping up. Like about a week before, I would, I would set my clothes out on my bed. I knew what I was wearing. Mom had got us two outfits. One of them, you know, usually has some jabot jeans or something. And maybe a um a Varnet t-shirt or something nice. I had my Eastlands, them low top Eastland hitters, baby, them foot boats, baby, them shoes. And I'd get them hitters and lay them out. I'd lay the pants out. I'd even roll the pant legs up a little, like I was as if my body was on the ground. I would lay my whole outfit on the ground and look at that bitch. And say, damn, that boy, he looks, he's going to look nice. And then I'd have my outfit, I'd have it all. And man, school came fast, man. And you had your new clothes, boy. Dude, and I would, would, first day of school, I'd get my hair fixed up. I'd put everything in my hair. Do I shampoo it? Do I conditioner it? Then I put a little damn, you know, I put some musk powder in it. I put a little gel. I put a little foam. I put a little moss in it. I do it all. I put some baby powder in the sides, boy, in case the ladies come uh, knocking. Uh, this head smell is rocking. Because, look, a lot of ladies, they want a baby. That's genetic. If you throw a baby up in the air and it's little enough, a lot of ladies will catch it right there in that in their vajet, bruh. They'll catch it in that that you know that vagina net, boy. They'll just do a uh, do a headstand and whoop, catch that bambine. Cause the ladies want that BB. They want it. Dude, if you if you put a if you put a baby on roller skates and send it by a couple ladies, they're gonna follow it, and that's a hundred percent science. Or so you know that's there's a lot of you got to know what's up. So that's the thing. If you put a little baby powder in your hair, that's the bait and switch. They they smell that baby, and then bam, they get that man. You feel me? They get you. And that's what it was. on for my, my, Everything went in my hair first day of school. 
Dude, I do everything to get the ladies to come around. Looking at that poif, baby. Looking at that hitter, baby. That. Looking at that freaking crisper. I was a crispopotamus, you feel me? And everything went in my hair. A little bit of cologne. I'd even take a hit off that cologne if the thing. You know, because some of that. That Ralph Lauren. They used to have that Ralph Lauren cologne. And that shit was probably about nine proof. And I'd put a little bit. I'd pour, you know. Pour a drop in each ear. And then. Just get that. Get a little hit in myself, boy. You drink enough cologne. Your breath will smell good for. Damn, at least two seasons. You know, come winter, you just you just easing off that positive scent you'd have in you. And man, that first day, you my hair had it all. My hair had it all. Everything was in there. I put all of just trying to put a little ketchup behind my ears. Anything to get the ladies to look over at Papa. And it was fun. Remember the first day of school, you showed up. And no matter what I had on the outside, but you were all excited. Who's doing what? Who's got a beard? Who's pregnant? Who failed? Who didn't fail? Who moved away? Oh, dang. Leonard moved away? Who was Leonard? I didn't even fucking know him, boy. Bye, Leonard. Somebody did this. Somebody did something. And you came back to school and you found out. Oh, dang. Patrick went to Texas. How was it? You know, little uh, Jennifer, she caught a uh, she caught a, 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 a couple charges. She was escorting outside of the um, AMP. And you're like, damn, sorry, Jennifer. And what else? L- Lavelle got his uh, he got corn road. Damn, Lavelle, that shit looks tasty. And so everybody brought the tails from their summer back. You know, somebody had a nice shirt. They went to Florida. Remember that? Florida. You see, they had the shirt that said Florida on it. And that was the real hitter. Somebody that went to Florida. You're like, damn. I mean, Florida was our moon, you know. Florida was really our moon. But I, there was no, it was so exciting. But then also it was so nervous. Because every year that first day of school was like, okay, are the girls going to like me this year? You know, are they, am I just going to be the, am I going to be, is any girl going to look at me? Is it, you know, what's my vibe going to be? Who am I? And sometime I, you know, I come to school and I had bad acne. And acne is just, I mean, your dick is so wild and yet when you're young, your dick is just such an animal. It's trying to climb out of your head from the inside of you. I mean, while you're laying there at night, your dick will run up to, through your neck up to your face and try to jump out of your pores. And your pores get all bruised from the inside, and that's acne, and it shows on the outside. And they got a little bit of bust, and some of them got a little bit of bust, because that, I mean, you just, your you, you, uh, hormones is so vibrant. Your hormones, they, vi- you know, they, they wildin'. And they try, you know, and your dick just scooting around inside of you trying to bust out of your face at night. And leaving little uh, divots and stuff. And that's acne. And that's another thing. If you showed up with acne at school, remember? Oh. 
She broke my heart. Dude, coming to school, you had a huge zit on you. That thing was heavy. Some of them, dude, I had acne so bad. One time, I remember having one zit. It was kind of heavy on the side of my face. Like, damn. I couldn't even. I had to have one of my buddies kind of just pull down on my other ear, you know, just to keep my head straight. Because I had that heavy Z, baby, that big zitty. That baked ziti on my side. I was fully Italian, that. You know, that little bust lump, that acne, that that thing's trying to... Because you were just so horny, remember? Remember how horny you were as a boy? As a child? Remember that? Dude, our, our, some kid died. I remember when we went to his funeral. He was erect in a coffin. I'm like, damn. Damn, Wallace is... He's got that death bust in him. He's trying to bust from beyond. It was different, different time. But I remembered, and I know a lot of you parents have your kids going back to school, and just uh, my thoughts are with you. Because I know it's, it's an exciting time, and you guys are looking for a break. It's probably been a long summer out there. And I remember my mom, it was risky. Every day she would leave the house. And who knows if that thing was going to be standing when she got home. Just, just a risk. She just left a couple dang riskopotamuses just milling around inside of the zoo that was our home when she went to work in the summertime. Um, what's going on? My family was in town this past weekend. My family came out here and it was cool. You know, we we went to Disneyland, and um, and it was hectic and chaotic, but it was nice. You know, it was nice to my mother came, my brother and my sister came. They brought their children, five total children, beautiful children. You know, and and my family's lucky to uh, you know, have five able-bodied children that are able to you know, see and and experience and feel and be creative and and laugh and just you know, we're really fortunate that the you know, that we have a lot of health in our family. And um and it was nice. You know, my mom was here and and it was nice. It was the first time we'd all ever done something like that all together. Rented a house Got a nice Airbnb, and we stayed there together. And it was a little tough for me because I've been dealing with a lot of stress, and you know, sometimes I just have to be by myself. I just can't, uh, you know. Honestly, I was having trouble just being grateful. Um, and I feel a little sad sometimes because sometimes I go into an experience and I want it to be a certain way, you know. I want, you know, I want the, you know, I want to, you know, I know my family's coming, so I think, oh, I'm going to be up and at them every morning. I'm going to be active and, you know, I'm going to help out as much as I can and I'm going to just keep a positive attitude and this and that. And and then, you know, the weekend, the finally the week comes, they're coming in town and I've been having to work a lot and just been overwhelmed and, and you know, and I don't, I was good, you know, I was a good son, I was a good uncle, 
Uh, I was a good brother. But it's never... I guess sometimes I would just have too much expectations. You know, and it almost prevents me from enjoying stuff sometimes because my mind has already created, you know, such a cliff that I can't... The odds of me being on that cliff or, or being at that... My, my, you know, my mind has created such a level that the, that the odds of me, the, my, of the reality of the experience once it comes being at that level are probably very slim. You know, I have this imagination or this expectation in my head that, oh, everything's going to be like this. And then the truth comes and look, the kids, they, they're kids. One of them, you know, they're wiling out and they're having fun and they're in a new place and there's a swimming pool and they're, they're being kids. And, you know, the truth is my mom's driving me nuts half the time. Um, and so, you know, and the truth is, I know sometimes I'm probably driving people nuts. So I, I, I take myself out, I, I go put myself in a bedroom for a little bit by myself so I don't bother anybody. Sometimes I, 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 I got to babysit myself, you know. And the reality is we had a great time. It was fun. You know, we worked as a team. You know, somebody would cook breakfast and I was, you know, what did I do? I did, how did I contribute? I played with the kids. Um, you know, I... Made sure all the audiovisual stuff, if we were watching a movie or the kids wanted to watch, they had this cool little projector outside that would be on the wall and so the kids could watch TV outside. And that was really cool. That's one nice thing about California. The weather, they got an outside projector sometimes. And so, you know, and so I helped with that. Mm, what else? I was good. You know, I contributed as much as I could. Um, I was good at Disney. I kept things moving. I stayed positive. You know, I didn't, I didn't be greedy at all. If it came to finances, I, you know, I over contributed or contributed as much as I could afford. So, so, and the truth is we had a great time. The thing for me was just my expectations. Sometimes I I build these crazy expectations that life is never going to live up to. Because it's life, and there's variables, and there's just, so I got to manage my expectations sometimes, you know, uh, but I live and learn, man, you know, I live and learn all the time, and that's all we do, we, I ain't winning this deal, you know what I'm saying, we're all getting second place, nobody's getting, dude, we ain't getting first, bro, we ain't, or I'm not getting first, man, you know, progress, not perfection. And and I know if I go to, you know, I, I need to go to some more AA meetings and I've been, you know, neglecting my program. And and I know if I do that and then I'll get rid of a lot of the stress that I have inside of me. Because I'm living life, you know, I'm, I'm trying to just, I'm uh, every, it's all my own will. I want everything to, and I got to recognize that the world is going to be what it's going to be. And I can't have a lot of expectations, you know, not for the, from the whole world. I can expect things out of myself, but I can't be combative with the way the world is. 
or how other people are. That's, it's just I'll lose every time. So, so I'm trying to find a little more gratitude, man. And, and, uh, and man, and my heart goes out. I was saying, you know, these news stories with these shootings and, and, uh, my heart goes out to, uh, the people in those cities and the people that are affected by those things. And, and, uh, and, um, um, my heart goes out to them. Um, what else is going on? Yeah, we well, we had a nice time, and I hate to brush over, you know, the family visit, but we went to Disneyland. And my thing is, my thing about Disney, dude, I like watching. I love seeing Asian people eat big things. And I used to watch it on the internet. They used to have a good series out there on the YouTube about... It was a lot of uh, Chinese and kind of, you know, kind of Mikos, kind of mini Koreans eating uh, big pieces of pound cake. And you could see them on their, you know, and it's beautiful. Because, you know, Asians are probably one of the top, easily top four ethnicities or five. And when you see them, they're so docile and they're so, and this is, a, I'm talking to some of the newer generation is more active. You know, you got more, uh, you know, you got a lot more, you know, they got a lot more gunpowder in them. Some of the, you know, kind of more recent Asians. But I'm talking, you go back a generation, you got a lot of DAs, boy, them docile Asians. And man, watching one of them just kind of just, just, you know, just navigate a big piece of pound cake or a big uh, cotton candy with that small... That small huffer, they got that small mouth. And God, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like watching nature work and watching God work. And so that's one thing I love about Disneyland is seeing just, just I mean, you, and you got to pay attention. There's not a sign that says, hey, hey, buddy, over here. Look at the Lord work over here. You got you to gotta navigate and see what's going on. And sometimes on a park bench just off of your, you know, outside of your, you got to kind of go like that. And they'll see a, you'll see a park bench and it'll have two beautiful Asians, baby Asians. Beautiful. And they are, uh, and they're a beautiful culture. And you'll see them, you know, one of them with a, like a big turkey leg. And one of them with a, uh, a big cotton candy. And they, it seems like they're whispering to it, but they're ingesting it. It's beautiful. I mean, it's really... It's something that's, you know, I'm surprised it's not in more travel guides. But I love that. I love that about Disneyland and just uh, everybody having everybody having fun. And uh, and we enjoyed it and we made the most of it. And, the ki- you know, the kids are crying and they're fighting and somebody drank a bunch of bubbles. But that's life. That's life. And I got to realize that I'm grateful to be in it. And I am. And I am, uh, you know, and I think I've just been struggling a lot with just my gratitude and just remembering to be grateful. Um, cause my life is good, man. I'm healthy. You know, I'm able to breathe. You know, I have a career that I want. Uh, you know, I have people that love me. Um, 
you know, I have a, a mother that's alive I can talk to. I have a brother that I know cares about me uh, till the end of the world. You know, I have uh, I have the ability to love others. Um, I have legs that work. You know, so I can be. I can help others. You know, I can take action. I have a voice. I can speak. Uh, I have dreams. And I have the ability to take action on some of them, you know. And, uh, you know, I just have a lot of blessings. And I just, I hate when I forget that. Because it leaves me in a space where I am. I don't know. I just hate myself when I'm not that. I don't hate myself, but I don't. I just, I've lived in gratitude before. And man, it is a good place to be. You know, because when you're grateful, you're not alone. And and you're not in judgment. That's the thing. I just hate being judgmental. I hate it. And it's tough because I'm a comedian and there's part of that in there. But there's, I hate it when, you know, I, 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 I don't know. Everything's going to be okay. I'm just going to work. Uh, I'm going to do a little bit better at being in gratitude. And I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful. Um, you know, we got sold out shows this weekend. Sacramento, I think Las Vegas is almost sold out for this weekend. And they say that that rarely happens because it's a, you know, Las Vegas is a destination city. But I'll be in Sacramento on the 8th and 9th of this week. Um And then on the 10th, Saturday night, I'll be in Las Vegas. So you guys can come out. Theovon.com slash tour. Also coming up, shows in Brea, uh, Biloxi, um, Scotland, Dublin, Oslo, Stockholm, London, Manchester, and Amsterdam. We just added another show in Sayreville, New Jersey on October 3rd. Uh, And there's just... There's a lot of shows. Theovon.com slash tour. T-O-U-R. Well, I'll tell you this. If you like sex, and I know people do because you sometimes if you put your ear up to the wind, you could hear people fucking, bro, in the distance. And if you like sex, then you will love Blue Chew. Blue Chew, baby. Blue Chew. Blue Chew. A Blue Chew. It's almost like somebody sneezed like, Blue Chew, but it's not. It's erection. Blue Chew offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom or kitchen, boy. Fuck where you want to. That's what I say. Wouldn't you like to last longer and go extra rounds? I wouldn't, but I'm not you. At BlueChew.com, you can get the first chewables with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Chewables can work faster than pills, up to twice as fast. But the chewables from Blue Chew can be taken on a full or empty stomach. First of all, I ain't the type of guy that's going to be doing sex on a full stomach. Boy, are you crazy? Are you crazy? What you think I'm going to have two two pork chops and then sprout a T-bone? Hell no. I fuck on empty. I'm that bad boy. I fuck on empty, son. And even masturbate. I don't even masturbate on a full stomach. That's, what are we? 
What year is it, 1930? I mean, come on, guys. Come on. Blue Chew ships directly to your door in discreet packaging. The chewables from BlueChew.com are prescribed online by a doctor and made in the USA. No more of this crazy wild shit. Get the local. Blue Chew gives you confidence in bed every time. You and your partner will love it. Chew it and do it. Yeah, man. Get in there, boy. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit Blue Chew. B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W dot com and get your first order free when you use promo code T-H-E-O. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W dot com and use promo code T-H-E-O. The online physician consult is free, so it's cheaper than uh, those other two fancy pills you hear about. It takes a few minutes. BlueChew.com. Use promo code Theo. And look, you you know, I've been through, a, uh, I've had all the erectile problems. I mean, I've done, you know, dude, I remember about five years, I didn't even have an erection. So if you saw me, you'd be like, damn, that guy just got a lot of loose skin around his, kind of a, near his nuts. And that was my wiener. But not anymore. If I need to get hit, and if I need to get that, that Tony Gwynn, then I throw that blue chew, I throw it in my gums, boy. So... Let's get to a couple calls here that came in. The hotline, as always, is 985-664-9503. And if you're struggling with something, um, you know, and you need somebody to reach out to or something like that, you can hit the hotline, uh, and we listen to every call that comes in. And thank you um, for being a part of uh, this past weekend and this experience. Gang, bro, always. Gang, man. Hi, Theo. This is Angel in Tulsa, Oklahoma actually got the pleasure to meet you. Um, you helped my family out. when We had a great loss. Uh, oh, Angel, I do remember that, actually. Thank you guys for coming out. I believe you're... I want to say, hold on. Oh, I have my booklet here. Usually I have some of that stuff written down, but I believe your mother had passed away. Uh, let's hear more. And I was listening to the podcast last night, and I've been thinking about it, and, you know... Don't stop being a bright light just because somebody's, you know, having a bad day. We don't know what that woman was going through, but I'm a single mom with three boys, and, you know, I would never treat anybody like that, but some people just weren't raised right, and some people just don't have that God spark to say, hey, I'm doing somebody wrong, or, you know, we're lucky that we have that kind of spirit in us, and, you know, I work with people daily doing hospice, and, I listen to your podcast, and it just always brings, like, an uplifting spirit. And what you do for single moms is just amazing. So don't let this one nasty lady who is probably having a nasty day ruin your spirit. We love you. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Uh, thank you for the call, um, Angel. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, and I know you are talking about last week with the um, – you know, they had the single mom came out to San Francisco and she really, really shit the bed. And, um, you know, and I think I had expectations. You know, I think I had, you know, I wanted it to go a certain way. And there's there's things I can't control, though. You're right. You know, and I felt a little bad about it. I thought a little bit about it. Like, part of me is like, you know, I don't know what that lady 
you know, you can't make people do anything. You know, and I'm sure there's been times in my life when people have tried to help me and I've shit on them. Or I didn't do, you know, I, I could have done better. Uh, dude, I remember some people, you know, they let me come live with them when I was a child. And the neighbors was lesbians. And I would drive through the yard in the morning in a 1984 Ford Escort. And pour vodka out the window for no real reason. And, and it wasn't because they were lesbians. They happened to be lesbians and their yard happened to be across the street. But... I'm sure when those people opened their doors to me, they weren't thinking, oh, yeah, this boy going to go hot wheeling, you know, through these munchers fucking hedges. You feel me? So, yeah, we all do stuff. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I appreciate you saying that. And, yeah, I just, you know, I'm going to limit my expectations and uh, or try to and do and do what I can. And we do what we can. I think part of it is, yeah, it's like we got a group. We do some good. We're trying to do a little bit of good. And most of the time we succeed. I mean, out there in Tulsa, two, you know, we had two two single moms came out to Kane's ballroom over there. And boy, that was a show. We put it on them. And God bless all the single mothers getting their children ready for school. Come on up on this week. I know you uh you need a break. And bless you, young lady, for working in hospice. You know, you're right there on the front lines of uh of life and death. And that's you know, my brother, his wife's grandmother passed away last week, and she was a beautiful woman. Man, she always made me feel good every time I saw her. Avis, that was her name. Mama Avis. And she always made me feel good. And I know she was in hospice right before she passed. And um, and I know you guys are right there. And it takes a special person to, to do that work. And so thank you very much uh, for doing that, Angel. Um, let's take some other calls that came in. 985-664-9503. School's almost back. Dude, I wouldn't, I'm at, here's the tough thing. First of all, spending time with my nieces and nephews this past weekend set me back a couple years on wanting to have children. Man, they are so energetic and their parents have to be so patient. And what if your kid ain't even smart? And you got to get him ready for school. You, you know, you spending $130 getting him a bunch of, you know, some new Zapatos for La Escuela. And you know, he ain't even fucking smart. That's got to be crazy. You know, you sending little freaking, uh, you know, little, um, little Mark or little Darius or little Hector. You got him $130. You got him a new pencil pouch. And you hugging him and saying, oh, yeah, you're going to have fun this year, buddy. Then you close the door and go to your room and you're like, damn, he, my child is, he's dumb as fuck, man. He'll be lucky to get through this shit. That's got to be crazy. <laughs> Dude, parents must have to pretend so much, huh? That's so fascinating, man. You giving him $2 for lunch knowing he's just going to be fueling up to go back to a class that he ain't even going to fucking do well in. Man, that's crazy, man. Shout out to all the parents out there. You guys are warriors. You guys are warriors. I witnessed so many of y'all at uh, Disneyland this weekend working the front lines of raising children. 
And it was pretty beautiful, man, just seeing the families all just doing the best they could to make it a nice experience for their kids and the sacrifice. And it's beautiful. You know, it's beautiful. And my mother took my brother and I there when I was young. And and I'm sure she probably had to sacrifice a lot to do that. And so it was nice to uh, it was nice to uh, have that memory while I was there this weekend. Let's take another call. How's it going, Theo? This is uh, Will from Burlington, Vermont. What's up, Will from Burlington? In Burlington, I, it's um, Vermont. I've always wanted to go, and my luggage went once. I uh, Southwest Airlines messed my luggage up and sent it over there to you guys and. I don't know what happened to it. Fuck, somebody probably wearing some of my shit right now. I did have a nice um, crew neck sweatshirt that I really, it was kind of heather gray or something. And it said, boys will be boys on the back. So if anybody sees anybody wearing it over there, outside of, I think it was Manchester, Vermont, maybe, or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know at all, actually. Let's hear more. Uh, Just listen to your podcast where you... uh put that guy on blast for uh, recommending a single mom that wasn't uh, didn't really behave that well. And uh, I thought that was kind of messed up of you to do that. Uh, I'm a huge fan, but I mean, that guy, I mean, that guy probably really looks up to you and, and I mean, you know, he was just trying to do something nice for somebody who he thought was fine. And, and, uh, you know, it turns out, obviously, that she may have been kind of an alcoholic or something along those lines. But, I mean, he obviously didn't know that. And, I don't know, I just feel like you just kind of you put him on blast. You called him during his lunch break. And you kind of took out your anger on him. And, um, I don't know, I didn't like that. I mean, that being said, it was that was it was pretty entertaining. But, I mean, he's, he, you know, you're, you're probably one of his role models. I think you should have directed that anger towards the woman. She really, she really screwed up. But oh well, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the call. Um, yeah, you know, I felt bad about that when we got to the end of the episode. I was driving home and I was thinking, man, I felt like I forgot something. You ever know that you might be somewhere and you forget something? Maybe you at your butt, you 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 at a camp out or something, and. You drive halfway home, you realize, you know, man, you pat in your pockets. You're like, damn, I left my, you know, maybe a Playboy magazine or a Hustler or a club. One of them, you know, a little bit of jerk off kind of, not, you know, novellas really or magazines. Something you could jerk around to, pictures mostly, you know, titties and everything. But, um, yeah, man, I agree with you. I felt like I forgot something and I felt like, uh... Yeah, I took my anger out on that guy. You know, I was angry. I was angry, man. And I can be angry, you know. Sometimes I can be nice and sometimes I can be angry. I can be both of those people. I can be somebody who is who is a loving person and also somebody who overreacts sometimes and doesn't manage things well. You know, I'm a... I am a... We all are. We all are. We're more than one thing. And that's a good point, man. And that lady could be more than one thing. You know, she could be a couple of things. Now, also, if she's four things, three of those things could be a real bitch. But you're right, man. Actually, I think let me give this guy a call right now, Michael. 
and uh, at least leave him a voicemail. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Michael, what's up, man? Uh, this is Theo. Uh, we spoke last week um, from the podcast. You had submitted uh, a single mom for San Francisco who was a real dragon. Um, but uh, I just wanted to call and apologize you know, I feel like I was, you know, I was angry and, and I think I took it out on you and, uh, because I couldn't get in touch with the woman and, and maybe it's for the best. Maybe I'm glad I didn't get it, you know, into an argument with her. I mean, I just shouldn't have been taking action when I was angry. So I just want to say I apologize and I hope you forgive me. I'm sorry. And... You know, and I appreciate you, you know, caring enough to check out the podcast. And I know people can spend their time and their efforts doing anything. And uh, and the fact that you have spent any of it listening to my, listening to me is uh, baffling. And, uh, but I'm grateful. And, um, and you cared enough to submit somebody. And I'm sorry uh, that it turned out kind of the way that it did. Uh, but it certainly isn't your fault and it's not my fault either. And, and, um, and we tried our best and, uh, yeah, and that's that. And just, you know, if you check in with her, the single mother again, just tell her, I'm sorry that, you know, uh, we couldn't make the evening something for her that she could enjoy. And I'm sorry that, uh, that she thought, um, that I was racist. And I think part of it was that hurt my feelings. But still, no matter what, none of it I should have I taken out on you. So, um, thankfully, we were able to find a uh, a Mexican or Latino uh, mother, single mom, and the gift that we were going to give to your friend, um, we were able to find uh, a young lady uh, who's very deserving of it, which, you know, we called her at the end of the episode the other day. So, um, I'm sorry that your friend missed out on her gift, and you just... Uh, let her know that I hope she, you know, I hope she, uh, I hope she's feeling better than she was, uh, whenever she came out to dinner into the show. And, um, and again, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry if I made you feel uncomfortable. And, uh, and if I put, you know, if I called and I didn't, you know, if I, you know, I called and put it on the show and, and, you know, it kind of wasn't fair. So, uh, thank you very much for being somebody who cared enough to, um, to submit a single mom and, uh, and in the future, uh, you know, I hope to be able to get you tickets or something to a show and, and I'll repay you. Fuck. Beeps always ruin my life, but I think he gets it. I hope that left. Um, anyway, Jesus, that was a long voicemail. That's I'm chatty. I am chatty, I guess, huh? Uh, Let's take another call, man. And thank you to the caller for uh, for bringing that up because it was something that was on my mind. All right. Let's uh, get into another single call in just a second. I got to let you know that when you're selling online, getting orders out can be a real pain. It is painful. 
you know, it's painful to deal with the shipping and get it all, find the best way to ship it and what's, you know, what's uh, going to get it to your customer, but also get it there at a rate that it works still so that you can sell the product and make money yourself. Um, you know, looking for the best shipping solution, it's time consuming. Uh, so many different carriers to choose from. How do you know you're making the best choice? That's why you need ShipStation.com. ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. ShipStation helps you get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. That's important. You want, the, you want it to get there, and you want it to get to them, and them to be happy. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, or your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. It works with all the major carriers, USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment. And right now, this past weekend, listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days. Come on. <laughs> oh, that's a good deal. Free for 60 days when you use promo code T-H-E-O. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Theo. That's ShipStation, S-H-I-P-S-T-A-T-I-O-N.com. Then enter promo code Theo. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Support this past weekend and go check it out. Oh, let's take another call right here. What's up, T.O.? Gang, gang, this is Michael. What up, Michael? And Michael is a very, very um, popular name. God. Who is emailing somebody on Sunday night? Sorry, Michael. Very popular name, though. Let's onward. Calling you from sunny South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Calling in a down on the Florida Keys, a little place called Just to give you a little comfort about the single mom debacle. You know, they always say no good deed goes unpunished, but don't let that break your spirit. I think people should just be nominating fans. And that lady was obviously not a fan. So that might be a little guideline to uh, implement. Second thing with uh, Will the Busmeister, I think a lot of guys, you know, they're in there doing business, and they got a little situation with that premature eject. Oh, yeah. And I don't think they want to give away the details to their lady. So that's why they end up riding it out and maybe get themselves in a situation oh oh well i didn't know that was something um that the that premature ejaculation or that pe boy that p you know that pre uh ejac i didn't know that a lot of guys if they did it they was ashamed of it and then stayed in there oh who is that who would do that dude 
That seems crazy. Bro, if you spill pudding in the kitchen, dude, and it's all over the place, you don't just stay in there with it. You you got to get out of the kitchen, man. You got to tell you got to go tell somebody, "Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Just spilled a bunch of pudding in the kitchen." You know what I'm saying? You got to you got to have a plan. You don't just pretend nobody spilled pudding in the kitchen. You got pudding all over your legs. You got put you got pudding on your cheeks. And you're going to pretend that nobody spilled pudding in the kitchen? Guy, 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 guy. Come on. Unbelievable. Uh, as far as the single mom, I think, look, um, six, 14 out of 15 single moms have been awesome. Actually, about 13. Um, or actually, you know, you know, I think some of it's just expectations. I had some expectations, you know, we sent, uh, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, I had expectations and so I shouldn't have had them, you know, um, or my expectations should have stopped if, if no one submitted anybody, that would maybe should be something I could be bummed about. But, you know, Michael tried to submit somebody. We did our best. Boom. But, yeah, I think in the future, uh, we'll just keep it as is and we'll just do our best. And, you know, we should probably vet a little bit better, I think, on our end. Um, just make sure that the lady isn't some, you know, kook. But even then, you don't know. And, and, at, and at some point, it's just out of our control. All we can do is try our best. So let's hear another call right here. Here we go. Theo, this is uh, Mike. Raleigh, North Carolina. Big Mike over there in Raleigh. And Raleigh Coleman was a uh, assistant principal at one of my schools. And he used to sleep in his car at lunch. And he would deny it. But I saw him get in there a couple times and kind of close the thing. And he'd rest in there. And he had a little thing. He would tie it off and just breathe out the, um, by the keyhole. He would take the key piece off and breathe through there. Put his mouth by there on the inside and breathe through there. And sometimes take one of them little a sack milk in there with him. One of them sack milks. You put that straw in and you just dexter that bitch and then hit it. Remember those? But, uh, and he also would sometimes wear roller skates at lunch and do a little athletics. But go on, onward. Uh, not really a hot topic or anything. I just thought it was kind of a crazy story. I don't know if you ever heard a surprise baby story, but the day after the 4th of July, we had a baby boy and we had no idea that was coming. She took some tests back in November, all came back not pregnant. She was having her cycle, her hitter every month. Oh, yeah, that Tony Gwynn, baby, batting for the cycle, bruh. It's like a brother gets loose inside of a woman, bro. that Tony Gwynn, and they start acting wild, you know? And they start just really, just, just really acting wild. He never kicked one time, and 4th of July, she thought she was constipated all day long. I was driving around, going to go to a pool party listening to King and the Sting, and, you know, she said she thought she was constipated and didn't feel good, so we were going to go to the ER together, and she ended up going home, going to sleep, so I was just waiting to get that call she wanted to go, but I never got a call, went by her apartment car, was gone, called the hospital, said they were getting, uh, she was getting transported there, and 
came by. Her dad was outside waiting for me, saying I was going to be a daddy. She was in labor, and I just think it's funny, man. You know, some people when they're when they're pregnant, they give them all this, uh, the the Beethoven, let the baby in the womb listen to all this stuff. And my kid was listening to this past weekend, King and the Sting, and that Congratulations by Chris Delia. Oh God, sorry about that part. Hope the kid will be okay. Onward. Yeah, I just thought you'd think that's cool, man. Maybe he'll grow up to be a comedian one day. That's off the end, man. Gang, gang. Gang, gang, bro. He might be a comedian. He might also grow up, uh, you know, to be a mime. I mean, that dude must be hella quiet if nobody even knew he was in their body for nine months. Think about it. If I got something in my body for nine months... And it doesn't make a peep. That's not even a baby, man. That's a ninja. Your wife had a ninja. So you might want to give that thing a piece of, can- of, you know, a big piece of pound cake or a big turkey leg or a cotton candy. Because you got that low key, that secret Asian, baby. That's a damn ninja, dude. If you didn't, dude, I never gone to the toilet and come back a parent. I mean, that's dark arts, brother. You know, and God bless you guys with the new baby, and I'm so excited for you, but I never, you know, I never been over at, you know, at a chick's house and she busts a fart or something or a little bit of body gas, and next thing you know, I'm a stepfather. So I don't know what's going on, but y'all might need to get on keto or y'all might need to get on a, um, you might need to get a sonogram at the house, brother. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? You got to know when... You just got to know if something's living inside of your body, I think. I guess. Or maybe you don't. You know what? Actually, bro, this sounds great. You didn't have to spend any money on the baby shower. You didn't have to paint the room or do all of that. Dude, if this baby can be quiet for nine months inside of a woman's body... He can sleep in the garage. He could sleep in a fucking, in one of the DeWalt's in the truck. Dude, this baby, you could put this baby anywhere. Dude, you could put this baby in a glove box, baby. Leave him in there overnight. Put a sack milk in there with him like your boy Raleigh Coleman. So look, man, I think you need to write a book on how to have that zero dollar baby. Because you heard a million dollar baby, Hillary Swank. But you never heard of, uh, of, uh, of the, of zero dollar baby. That's what you got to write. How to have a baby, zero dollars, zero sonograms, no baby clothes, silent baby. Baby, you got a, you got a damn mind, brother. And congratulations, man. I'm happy that you're a father and it sounds like your wife is doing okay and. And you know, it sounds like y'all beautiful over there, and and uh, and thank you for sharing that remarkable story. That's remarkable, Jesus. Here we go. Let's take one more call. Nine eight five six six four nine five zero three. And you know, Skillshare. You know, and, and if you want to support the podcast, people are like, "Man, I love the podcast. How can I support?" Go try try one of the deals. Get you the blue shoes. Get you the hitters. You know, start using ShipStation. Quit doing all this stuff yourself and not being able to figure it out. Or go to Skillshare.com slash Theo Vaughn. 
Skillshare is an online learning community for creators. And creators, man, they're people that are making something. You know, just like in uh, Bishop Gunn, they say, I'm making it. That's who. That's creators, man. And you might be making something. Maybe this guy is suddenly, he's making that book. He's going to make the zero dollar baby, how to do it. How to, you know, have a baby inside of your wife and not tell anybody. I mean, now that's the move. The other guy called in and said, look, if you, you know, if you spill pudding in the kitchen, you got to tell them. Maybe this guy tells you where to put the pudding so nobody even knows. They got a dessert milling around in them. But Skillshare is an online learning community with more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more. You'll discover countless ways to fuel your creativity and your career. You know, people always want to learn, oh, I got to go back to college. I got to go, you know. I want to learn about trains. I got to go be a hobo for two years. No, you don't, Daniel. No, you don't. All you got to do is take some classes. Social media marketing, mobile photography, creative writing. Whether you're looking to develop a new passion or start a side hustle or gain professional skills, Skillshare is there to keep you learning, thriving, and reaching those goals. You want to learn graphic design? Yes, you do. We all do. Graphic design basics, core principles for visual design. That's easy. Next thing you know, you learn it. Next thing you know, you go to a company in your town. You say, hey, what you're missing is your graphic design elements. They're not there. You, you, you charge them a fee. Boom, you hit them with a couple of deals. Gang, gang, son. Now you're a graphic designer. That's your business. You don't need to go rent a big office and do all of the bullshit. It ain't 1996, daddy. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's two months. You could be a graphic designer by the end. That's right. Skillshare is offering this past weekend listeners two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Theo Vaughn. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Theo Vaughn to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash Theo Vaughn. And I'm grateful to our advertisers for, uh, for supporting this past weekend. Wow, you got a new baby? What, man, a lot going on, you know? We apologize to Michael. We got, um, we got school starting back. We're living life. We're living life, man. And thank you guys for reminding me that I am because I walked in here today and I was just, you know, I wasn't remembering that. And that's why I'm grateful you guys are here to remind me of, you know, that the good things are going on. And if, they're, if I don't feel like they're going on in my life, if they're going on in yours and you tell me about them, then they are going on in mine too. Gang, gang, let's take this call. Hey, Theo, it's Darren from Omaha. And I just wanted to maybe ask the listeners for some advice. Uh, 34 years old this December and just seems like a really fucked up life. Um, and it doesn't really seem for the obvious reasons. I went to school, got an undergraduate degree and a master's degree and, um, don't have a criminal record still because of, uh, student loans and whatnot, living with the, the parents. And it's real hard to meet a lady, uh, because of having to, uh, have a mountain worth of student loan debt. And I just, Oh, yeah, it's hard to fuck at your parents behind a bunch of debt. 
That's hard to do. No lady is like, hey, yeah, let's go over to your parents and fuck behind all your bills. That's tough. Onward. Figured when I was younger, the life would be better, especially if I walked the straight and narrow. I did have a lot of fun, but it just seems like life isn't really adding up to being what I expected it to be. So if there's anyone else out there who's in their 20s and 30s who's suffering with a mountain of student loan debt, maybe they have some advice on how they're getting through. Um, just paying out bills like I can as fast as I can, but thanks. Bye. Uh, thank you for calling, man. And I'm sorry that you're dealing with that uh, struggle. And um, and this call actually came in. I'm reading this note here. It says uh, this call came in a week uh, a week back. And then we got another call from him. Um, but I want to say this about student loan debt. Get consolidation. Check out different companies. And pay a lower rate over a longer time. Pay it for the rest of your life. Who cares? So many people I hear, or this is what I think. This may be not what you think. So you don't have to listen right now. But just pay it. Who cares if you have to pay it for 50 years? Who gives a damn? Pay it. $50 or $100, $200 for 50 years. Fucking pay it. Oh, well. Just pay it. So many people like, I got to do fuck that. Spend the rest of your money enjoying your life, living your life. Pay that little bit by little bit over time. Who knows? Elections in eight years or whatever, they may fucking, they may bankrupt the whole nation by paying your student loan debt. So then nobody has student loans, but everybody's just out in the street, you know, and it's war and it's total war because there's no, because nothing means anything. I don't know, man. We'll see. But I just say this, man, don't beat yourself up over that. And student loan debt isn't that much. You know, in the big amount it is, but in the small monthly amount it isn't. And we can pay that. So you just got to work a little bit harder, man. You know, there's been times where I was making nothing. But, I, you know, we can pay that. It's not that insane. Uh, and, you know, sorry, man, I got a little. I'm, fucking, I'm telling you, man, I've just been kind of jazzed out. Been jazzed out, man, like I got damn Wynton Marsalis in me. Let's take another call. Hey, hey, Theo, it's Darren from Omaha, Nebraska, and I'm really actually... Okay, and this is Darren again called um, a week later. This is a fresh call. So thankful you haven't had a chance to play my other message yet. I uh, was really beating myself up in that last one, and this last episode from July 29th, it really helped out. I mean, honestly, when I started focusing on the fact that I'm you know, hitting the gym five days a week, making my fat ass, you know, go there and um, also have a full-time job and also taking care of other people and trying to make other people's lives better by being a good human being. I have a lot going for me and, you know, my situation will eventually change and I really appreciate that last episode focusing on action because I think things are going to get better. Just a matter of time. Thanks. Gang, gang. Gang, bro. Wow. Yeah, man, that's amazing, man. A week, you know, the perspective change. You say you've been going to the gym, getting your blood flowing. Every time, that is the solution for me. Every time. If my brain is leaking, bro, then I got to get my pores to start leaking. I got to get sweat activity. They call that sweat activity. Because once my body starts feeling good, I feel like I can do anything. You know, by nature, we're supposed to be in motion. 
by nature, we are supposed to be in motion. The world is round, according to most people. And, you know, you're not supposed to be sedentary on a round object. If you see a seal on a ball, they're moving. They're moving to keep their balance. They're moving. If you see a seal on a block, they're doing nothing. You know, they're doing cigarettes. They're doing pudding packs. They're doing Pop-Tarts with the icing on them. And I like the ones without icing. But, um, what was I talking about? But what I'm saying is, we're supposed to be in motion. We've built this world now in this society, especially in America here, where we're really sedentary. Like, I'm sitting here in a damn desk now. In a room that's in, I'm in a room that's inside of another room that's inside of a building. I'm three rooms deep right now. I'm so disconnected from activity at this moment. So we got to go out and get it. You know, our bodies were meant to be really like oceans. They're, they're supposed to move and flow and get the vibe. You got to get that vibe. So if I'm out here with no vibe, doing nothing, doing hostess cakes and, you know, just being a damn snackadactyl and fucking smoking, you know, freebase and Fritos, then yeah, I'm going to be nothing, bro. I'm going to be slow. Or I'm going to be I'm going to be looking at all the doldrums. But yeah, we can stay busy. And yeah, and I appreciate you reminding me, man, because I need to hear it. This is just a boomerang we made here. I say something, then y'all say something. And we go back and forth, man. And we stay alive, bro. I love that. Let's take another call here. 985-664-9503. And go attack that student debt, man. Look at that as a challenge. You All right, government, you want to put student debt on me? Go live, dude, get your life. Get your life. You can do it, man. You're a capable guy. You sound capable. You could do whatever. It, this is our life. We have to do it now. Gang, boy. See you. What's going on, man? This is Mark from Pittsburgh, a little north of Pittsburgh, Butler, PA. Out of Butler, PA, man, in Pittsburgh, everybody knows a couple of ladies came down from West Virginia once. And they tried to give me a little sex out there by the uh, parking garage down there. Down there in, uh, by Union Station or whatever. And, uh, and I got a little bit of it, you know. And they was aunt and niece. And they said they wanted, they was from Wheeling, West Virginia. And they said they came to give me some of that Wheeling feeling. And I got a little bit of it. And it was okay. I would say probably it was all right. It wasn't, it wasn't crazy, but it wasn't, it wasn't too, too, it was all right. Onward. And uh, I was just listening to your podcast talking to Bishop Gunn about how they were in that uh, Rolling Stones header. You know, it's funny that they, you guys talked about fans of the podcast being fans of Bishop Gunn because my fiance and I, are huge fans of the podcast, and we have become huge fans of Bishop Gunn as well. They're so good, man. Dude, I'll be honest with you. When I first heard them, I didn't even think they were any good, bro. But the more I heard them, I think they are good. And then I think they're really good. Gang, bro. And we're going to be getting married this August, August 10th to be precise. And uh, after we say I do, 
Shine is going to be playing by Bishop Gunn when we walk down the aisle. And, uh, and that's just, and that's just because your podcast, when we hear that, we know, you know, we're about to get in a good mood and, uh, we just want to get sent off right and that, and a song that puts us in the right vibe and the right spirit. So thank you for everything you do. Thank you for, uh, everybody you help. And, uh, yeah, gang, gang. Gang, gang. Man, thank you, dude. I appreciate that message, man. You know, that really lifted my spirits. Man, you just put me in a, in, a, in a nice place just now. You know, you put something in me that feels good. And I think it's just because you came with the positivity. You know, you came with the care. You know, you got the wife. You got a special moment. You know, you related it to us and everybody who listens and pays attention to this deal. And you made us feel like we have some value a little bit. Or that's what I felt. And so thank you very much, man. We're happy to be part of your wedding, man. That shine, baby, it does make me feel good. You know what? I'm going to get out of here on it right now, I think. Um, I'm going to get out of here on some shine. And yeah, I got to stay in the light. Because that's the only way we win. It does. The other side, it's just there's no end to it. The judgment. My Look, man. You know, like, nothing on the outside is going to change the way I feel except for me and the way I interact with the world. If everything is, if, if something's always wrong, then something's wrong with me. And it doesn't make me a bad person if something's wrong with me. It doesn't make me a bad person if I have a bad day. You know, it doesn't make me a bad person. You know, I just, but I got to right the ship. I don't stay alone. I communicate with others. A lot of it I do right here. Talking with you guys. Listening to people talk. The guy has the baby, you know. They think it's a little, you know, a, a fart or something or a belch. Imagine that. Dude, I'd be afraid to pat my wife on the back after that. She'll burp up a, you know, a damn stroller with twins in it, man. <laughs> oh, man. But you know, I'm glad you got a lady and I'm glad you're going to be coming down the aisle. That's what made me, that's what it did. Just picturing two people coming down to the aisle to a song that I know makes me feel good. So I know it makes you feel good. And man, I could just relate. That music, isn't it? It's funny what music does when it gets in us. It's funny how it can do something special to us. Music. It's interesting. It's like a little baby, you know? It's that fucking, it's that air ninja. It really is, man. Um, I'm going to take us out of here on that, man. I'm going to take us out of here with a little bit of shine. Uh, Michael, again, I'm sorry if I put you on blast last week. I could have done better. I'm not really sorry if I'm still angry at that lady a little bit. I'm not really angry at her. Actually, I'm more grateful that we found a uh, a young lady, um, you know, who was excited about us. And... Uh, and yeah, man, whatever. It's all good, dude. Everything will be okay. You know, I need to expect less and do more and show up with a positive attitude. And man, we're pretty lucky, aren't we, guys? We are pretty lucky. Uh, thank you guys for being here this weekend. Um, What else? Any other news I got to share with you? Maybe some things, but I'm waiting until next week. Um when I'll have more information. 
But you guys be good to yourselves, man. And let's take it out of here with a little bit of Bishop Gun. Do you say I do? Yes. And do you say I do? You may now kiss the bride. I'm just sitting on your front porch Wondering how could I be so far from my home And my mind is somewhere else But when I find it I'll patch up where it's been thrown Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be Cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake And let myself unwind Congratulations on that wedding, man. Check your wife, check your spouse for babies, everybody. Check your lady for a damn baby. That ain't a mole, that might be a baby. death do y'all part man i wish you a million happy years together and uh yeah be good to each other huh and be good to yourself man you deserve it and thank you for uh you guys for reminding me to do the same gang ladies and gentlemen i'm jonathan kite and welcome to kite club a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages.
A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Charmaine. Hi, <laughs> I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.